Hello, everybody. We are back and we are joined by a very special guest. Our good friend, Evan Donlinger. Hello. Um, my name is Evan Donlinger. I'm a junior broadcasting major. I'm a Virgo sun, <laughs> Aries moon, and Libra rising. Go off, Evan. <laughs> Pop off, Evan. <laughs> I know that's how you guys introduced yourselves. And I was just like... Oh, I was going to make you say it. I was going to be like, so we're going to bully Evan a little bit to get to know him. And I was way ahead of you. <laughs> good for you. A classic Virgo Wait. man. When's your birthday? In exactly a week. <gasps> Happy almost birthday. Thank you. I'm turning 21. Oh, party. Big two one. What are you going to do? Um, Drink. That's as you should. <laughs> as you should. We'll figure um, out specifics later. <laughs> uh, we will get to know our good friend Evan Donlinger a little bit more in a minute. Wait, but Evan, just... why are you on this episode? Oh, um, well, I am the featured film writer for the culture section as well as the assistant multimedia editor go check that out um but yes i am as uh qualified of a film person as we have at the tn he's all we got <laughs> i guess they were they were desperate so they went they went with me like so. i guess we'll go with this guy yeah r.i.p kyle cruz true you're out there um in case you guys forgot <laughs> we are jonna cisneros and Haley elder i'm Haley. that's jonna yeah if you couldn't tell from the last 10 episodes <laughs> um and today we're gonna be reviewing he's all that and the terrible relationship dynamic in that movie yeah but yep. before we do that we'll do our regular question introductory thing to fall in love the i think York... evan is gonna fall in love with us uh, how could he not <laughs> i hope so you all fall in love with me <laughs> <laughs> apologies apologies <laughs> he's so well trained I am the golden retriever of the DN. It oh. is true. <laughs> he knows his place. It's fine. <laughs> it's an important spot. We haven't had one in a while. Not since Kenneth. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> the New Yorker question. New okay. York Times question. The New Yorker question. Get it right. You I'm call sorry. yourself a journalism major. <laughs> <laughs> um... Would you like to be famous and in what way? I would love to be a famous journalist. I'm just kidding. I don't want to be famous. I don't like attention. Or a journalist. <laughs> and I don't want to be a journalist. Yeah. So you don't want to be famous at all? Like whatsoever? No. I don't want anyone to remember me. Don't want to be perceived like in the slightest? No. What's your like, what's your end goal then in life? Let's get deep barefoot and pregnant <laughs> like what does that mean oh. it's like a term where it's like you like end up just like get married you have kids and you're barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen no um i just want to be happy Aww. you know whatever that may be if i am barefoot and pregnant as long as i'm happy as we all should aspire to be very cool yes what about you evan um yeah, I would love to be famous. Uh, like my end goal is to be a writer and director, uh, 
and I have some ideas Ooh. stored in the old noggin. Um, so yes, it would be ideal to end up with some relative fame. Mm-hmm. Would you want to be like mainstream popular or would you rather be like popular indie? Um, I'm, I'm cool with either. Like, uh, the coolest thing in the world would be for someone to study me in a film class. Yeah, that would just be like the coolest thing to have my work be studied by aspiring filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Like Tarantino without the misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't plan on putting that many feet on screen. So, but yeah, I that'd be really cool. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I would love to be famous. Um, I love being the center of attention. <laughs> and I love having power, influence, and money, um, all of which I don't have. So uh, that would be rad to get. Um, and I feel like I, I either... The wholesome answer is I would love to be like a famous TED Talker. Like I do all this psychological research on like trauma and like talk about like trauma-informed uh treatments um and all that stuff have like a podcast all that um or i want to be like carrie bradshaw it, it it it's either really like wholesome or really skin deep like i feel like i can really see it going either way for you it really could just it's a taught like even god's like i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how many boys hurt her feelings. <laughs> how many boys she lets hurt her feelings. Period. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, now that we got our questions done, um, do we want to go into the ripping this pathetic excuse of a film to shreds? Yeah. Gladly. Okay, so before we get into that, I feel like we should kind of give our listeners a little plot overview so they just understand the terribleness of this movie. Um, so it starts out with our main character, Paget. Horrendous how name. How do you say her name? It's Paget because Paget. Paget? I call her Padge throughout okay, the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's dating this super douchey, like hip hop influencer dancer guy very mtv yep copycat his his name was like three letters jordan van dranen oh i definitely thought it was tv tdv is what i wrote (laughs) (laughs) and i did watch this movie less than 24 hours ago and i watched this did not stick with me in any way how many hours four hours ago i watched it three times over the weekend (laughs) oh my god how um well the well the first time i took a little bit too much delta eight um (laughs) it's legal it's like being like i drank too much you know continue so i was it really like transcended me like i really it like broke my perspective of reality i was like this is a fever dream this is just a commercial and then the second time i was with like a friend and I was like, okay, like I got it. Like that was when I was like, okay, I understand what's going on. And then the third time was with my roommate and it, it, we watched it as a satire. And that is a lot more enjoyable to watch it as a satire and not like legitimately a movie. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, 
That's okay. how I remembered that name. Fair. Yeah. So Jordan, whatever, is this douchey kid that he she's that Paget is dating at the beginning of this movie, and it starts off with her, like breaking into his trailer or something because he's on the set of recording she was gonna she was gonna deliver like a treat for yeah him. <laughs> it was like a nice thing but then yeah. she like heard like me like really loud music and mm-hmm. she was like what's going on <gasps> in there and then he was cheating on her with, with a backup dancer oh no named aniston and then, i didn't remember that part <laughs> <laughs> um for some background info paget is like lower income like it's just her and her mom and she's going to this like super gaudy like hollywood influencer school everyone's super rich yeah the school is named cali cali high Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's supposed to be like in the valley yeah um and she works as a tiktok influencer to pay for her school tuition and also save for college Mm -hmm. um so she's like pretty popular She's like a beauty influencer, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's live streaming as she catches her boyfriend cheating on her and becomes like an internet meme, um, loses a bunch of followers. Also, her sponsorship or like her influencership or whatever, like whatever Played by Kourtney Kardashian, (laughs) who has no vocal inflection. You know they sent cameras to where she was. She did not step foot on set. (laughs) No. Um... Loses her job, loses her sponsorship. Um, and so basically the plot of the movie starts after this. And she makes a bet with a friend that she can give a random guy a makeover. Um, he'll win prom king. She'll win prom queen. And she'll gain all her followers back, thus gaining back her like sponsorship, um, her influence title or whatever. Um, and... The lucky guy. What the fuck is his name? Cameron. <laughs> Cameron Queller. Cameron? Yeah. Who's like the total opposite of Jordan whatever. Um, he's like edgy. He's a horse dude. He's ripped. He has <laughs> yes. an absent dad, a dead mom. He's like pretty like middle class. Like, no one who lives in that part of California is middle class though. Like all these teenagers are like, I'm poor. No one in that area of California is actually poor. I would like to point that out. Yes. But they are presented as if they're lower economic class. He was supposed to be like the biggest loser. Like the biggest loser in the school was chosen for her to make over, which is ridiculous. Because mm-hmm. he was catching bitches and you know it. No, 100%. He was a <laughs> photography dude at a California school yeah. He had long hair. He gave big jughead from Riverdale vibes. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is it. That is it. Um, so throughout this makeover process, like he falls for her, she falls for him. Um, and then she or he finds out that it was like all a part of the bet. He's like, whatever, screw this. They drop their one F bomb. Um <laughs> right. they I don't know, you know. Who was the target audience for this movie? Because I can't tell if it was, like, kids or, like, people our age. I think it was, like, the star of the movie is Addison Ray, And, like, who likes Addison Ray? Like, 13-year-olds who don't know what the hell high school is like or what True. a real relationship is like or what a real conversation True. is True. like at all? Yes. It really was 13-year-olds. And it's really sad and it's really concerning that 13-year-olds are watching this movie and they're like, mm, cuties. 
Yeah, well, okay. Well, the most annoying thing that I found is the fact that Addison Rae is the least gifted actress. Um, actually, she's gifted 100%. in being horrible. Horrible. I actually thought she was good. Any, I have no, seen no, no, no. better acting in porn. Any emotional <laughs> beat that Addison Rae's character like had to have, flat. You want to know why? It's because there's so much plastic in her face and you can tell. You can tell she had a bunch of work done to her face and that's okay, why she can't. we don't can't. need to hate on her. Yeah. I it's, thought she was a good actress. This isn't a anti Addison Ray podcast. This is a no, but this an is my opinion. This movie podcast. That's true. true. This movie sucks. No vocal inflection, no facial expression. The depth of the characters was so bad that we watched this movie to analyze the relationship dynamic, and they were so shallowly written that it is yep. there's almost not even a dynamic to like roast. But we created one, so don't worry. We have. <laughs> okay, so where should we start? <laughs> I don't know. You pick, girl. <laughs> I want to... <laughs> girl, you do this. Okay, first one. Actually, here's where I want to start. So as I feel like you and I are both like red-blooded alternative girls. Yeah. Like we're we're edgy alt girls. We own Doc Martens and we wear flannel. Like, you know, we have nose piercings. Like, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> And I don't know if you, as an alternative girl, have noticed this this little, this, this trope, this cycle, if you will, um, of the alt boy always, always, always going for the popular girl. Because the way the cycle goes is alt boys like sorority popular girls. Popular sorority girls like frat dudes. Frat dudes like alt girls. Alt girls like alt boys. And it's just the cycle of unhappiness unless you like find a outlier but mm-hmm. it's giving very travis barker courtney kardashian vibes um and that was believable i was like that would 100 percent if she looked like she would bully him in middle school they're gonna hook up in high school that's how that goes <laughs> sure <laughs> did you not know about that I, mean, I not in my experience as like, an alt girl i feel like i have a pretty easy time finding alt boys that's true i and i don't know it. any alt boys that like preppy girls except for my ex-boyfriend who's now dating a sorority girl Ugh. So no hate to sorority girls <laughs> though um anyways i will supply hate <laughs> <laughs> anyways um uh. no but i do get the like the whole alt boys fall for sorority girls because they're like i don't know if like hold on let me gather my train of thought first like on microphone yes (laughs) on while we're live live streaming his thought processes (laughs) you know what move on while i collect myself not you're good well it's kind of like how like like who is it that always likes the all girls it's like the like soft boy gamers like that's who alt girls end up with what's the difference between that and an alt boy alt boys are edgier they're more they're like they think they have like an understanding of marxist theory and then they mansplain it to you when in actuality they're just a social democrat they're very like yeah i play guitar and i wear doc martens and they paint their nails but they're not like they don't understand how they're like still a part of an oppressive structure but like a soft boy does a soft boy is like yeah no i understand why women are uncomfortable around a lot of men okay you know yeah there's a difference there's subcategories i think you have 
Well, no, your one ex was a was an alt boy. Oh, yeah, that's true. He that's was, true. and isn't he the one who's dating a sorority that girl? That is true. See? Okay, okay, okay. Donna has <laughs> really proven her theory over here. <laughs> Anyways, moving on past Haley's past. <laughs> um, I feel like what this so this movie is based off of the 1999 film She's All That with Freddie Prince Jr. And uh, fun fact, the woman who plays Paget's mother is the woman who played the love interest in She's All That. She played Lainey Boggs. She played this lame art student nerd who Freddie Prince Jr. made a bet with his friends. He could make her over and make her into prom queen. And then throughout oh, damn, the process. It's literally the same It plot? is the same, but yep. the 1999 one is so much better. And you want to know why 100%. it's so much better? It's because in that movie, the writers actually knew how to like make characters. And I feel like what those kinds of movies try to portray is this whole like opposites attract thing that isn't true. Like opposites don't attract. There are complementary things, but every relationship psychologist is in agreement in the fact that we like people who see the world like us. And that's how the best relationships are created um, when core values match up. And so what movies like this try to portray is that like total opposites can attract and like the popular girl and the loser guy and the that doesn't happen. Um, And if it does, in the case of She's All That, it's a lot more believable because uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character, Zach and Lainey, actually share a lot of common interests. They're just socialized differently because I believe Zach had a lot more money. Um, He was a jock. He was like a soccer prodigy. So he was socialized to be like that American boy. And then she's this art student, lower economic class. Uh, I think she's at the school on scholarship. Don't quote me on that, but I believe that's what it was. Um, so they were socialized differently, but their core values were very similar. So much so that when at the, in the end of the movie, spoiler alert, it's been out for 21 years. So you should know this by now. Um, at the end when they're like college, she's like, well, I'm going to art school. And he's like, well, you know what? I think I want to pursue performing arts. Like they're very, and that happened in the movie. If you watch it, you know how it went, but those two characters, how they're written for that Break movie. up with your boyfriend before you go to college. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, just needed to throw that in there before we got any further. No, it's important. Do it. Um, if you haven't yet, rip off that Band-Aid. Just do it. Um, but in that scenario, in that movie, that's believable that those two would actually end up getting along really well because they share similar values. Cameron and Paget however are so pathetically shallow i feel like cameron's the kind of guy to like he gaslights me into thinking he's like super progressive um but in actuality it's just a lot of mansplaining and like controlling and belittling of me that's the vibes i got from cameron yeah i disagree i didn't really get bad vibes from cameron and i didn't really feel like his character was like necessarily a bad person Mm -mm. like i feel like he was like you were rooting for him like he has like a dead mom he has like he keeps to himself Mm -hmm. like it's just very artsy and quiet and like i don't feel like he did anything to Paget to like be deemed as like a bad person i don't think he's a bad person but he's also playing an 18 year old so an 18 year old who has that you know amount of trauma who is an alt boy they tend and this isn't the case all the time 
but they tend to be a little bit like, well, I'm better than you because I don't like mainstream things. And that's the vibe I got from him. I don't think he's a bad person. I think he grows up, goes to college, and is like a really cool dude. He's actually anti-college. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. He's right. anti-college. Did not go to college. Actually, they never like, but, like graduated he, in the movie. But yeah. But he like travels around. Like, you know, he grows up and he's like a good dude. You know, mm -hmm. he takes care of his little sister, understands like issues. Like, he's a good dude. He's just 18 and traumatized. Yeah. So he just really needs therapy. <laughs> um, and then Paget, and perhaps this is the writers, perhaps this is just Addison Ray's lack of depth, um, is portrayed in the most superficial, overtly bubbly way. And I think what they tried to do in this movie was like, they were like, looks don't matter, guys. And then only and pick then hot made people. Him hot. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. Then, like, transformed him into being hot. And then she was like, oh, maybe I do like him. I think the <laughs> they movie. They gave him a haircut and they're like, oh my God, he's yeah. so That's different. That's true. Oh my God, that scene where the, she's like shaving his like face with like a bikini shaver. <laughs> <laughs> and they tried to make it hot, but there was opera music in the background. And. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing I want to talk about, too, is how there's just, like, n absolutely no build-up to, like, them ever, like, liking each other or, like... Mm -mm. Yeah. There's no chemistry. Like, the part where they... Where she, like, falls off the horse and she, like... Mm -hmm. They're, like, laughing or whatever and she, like, flings horse poop at him. Like, that... And they both just, like, laugh and it's supposed to be, like, a cute moment. Like, I was, like, what... What am I watching right now? If like, I got horse poop flung at me... From this random girl that exactly used to bully who me cosplayed as an equestrian. <laughs> <laughs> she had like the get up and everything. Like, no, I would lose it. You'd be like, get out. No, I'd be like, yep, yep, leave. Sorry. But we know you, Evan, and you do it nicely. Yes. You'd be like, ma'am, I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. I'm so sorry. No, I'm too non-confrontational. I'd just be like, okay, let's move on. Right, please. You're like, anyway, I'm, I have to, I, I have to go. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it was, there was so little chemistry and I feel like, uh, I think his name is, I want to say something Buchanan is the actor's name. Um, I think it's like Tyler Tanner, Tanner Buchanan. Okay. That's he, he gives name. me very young Sebastian Stan vibes. Who the hell is that? Yeah. Uh, have you seen I'm like Googling. anything Marvel? <laughs> no. He's That's also in a lot so of sad. other movies. I know, but like. He's like a really established actor. Aware. <laughs> I've never seen this man before a day in really? <laughs> That's quite unfortunate. I love Sebastian Stan just putting that out there. Um but uh he's serving that vibe and I feel like I he had enough of an acting prowess cuz he's actually he's a child actor. Um what else has he been in? A lot of things, like a lot. Um I think he had the chops to like really bring depth and chemistry to a character. Plus he is like, he's hot. Like I hate to say it, but he is hot. Um, Addison Ray, I think is the one where it falls flat. Like she was really, they literally chose her because it was like, Oh my God, Addison's Ray raises in a movie with a million product placements. The product placement in that. that. <laughs> hey, you want to grab some pizza hut? Oh my God. Can I take this KFC to go? The core the, water. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> I was just about to say that. They like hung on that shot for so long. They just really. Like, did. It was. It was. Away. And then Honestly, they just left their water bottles there. They yeah. just Left them. Yep. Littering. Um. A drinking game. I propose a drinking game. 
to all those for your birthday that you should do take a shot every time you see a product placement in that movie you wouldn't make it no you'd die mm-hmm. but that's the point <laughs> <laughs> anyways um it's also shot like a commercial like it feels like it's a commercial like the camera angles and like how they put together the cinematography and the lighting was too bright like the yeah. lighting made it look like it can't like a commercial um but back to addison ray not having any the emotion, acting ch- yeah i feel like she literally the only time you ever saw any emotion from her was when she would see her ex-boyfriend and then it'd be overly dramatic like mm-hmm. oh my god what am i gonna do like she'd freeze up she'd like freak out whatever cry i don't know it was giving very um middle school production of a theater vibe like just that painful like what like when she froze up while singing oh my yeah, god that was... teenage dream just sing Teenage worst. Dream. Just move on. Girl, ignore him. He's ugly. Literally look anywhere else and sing. He is a 30-year-old playing an 18-year-old. Yeah, you could tell on that. He just gave me, like, skeezy vibes. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw him, I thought he was the guy from Dancing with the Stars. Mm. Derek Huff. Is that his Ooh, name? Ooh, yeah. And I was kind of disappointed when he was not. <sighs> he is also Imagine if Derek Huff was old. in this movie. That would have made it better. It would have. I'm not going to lie. No, it was, and so I think that's a big reason that they didn't have a lot of chemistry. And it's not because Addison Ray is terrible. I think she's really great at what she does. She's clearly a person with like emotions and depth. Some people aren't good actors. And Hollywood has this really bad habit of making anybody who's good at one thing, like singing, like influencing, like fashion, anybody that gets any kind of traction, they try to make them a triple threat. They do this a lot with dancers and they do this a lot with um, singers and they'll flip it around. So it's like, if you're a good actor, they'll try to make you into a singer. If you're a good singer, they'll try to make you into an actor or a dancer. Um, And I think that's what they tried to do with Addison Rae. And I just, I do not think she has the depth to do that. Also, she's a Trump supporter. (laughs) So we can, we can shit on her. We're journalists. We are unbiased. (laughs) We aren't journalists on the podcast outside of it yeah outside of it um whatever (laughs) he's a neo-nazi who cares who trump oh i was like what are you talking about no yes um but i really i just don't think that she was the right pick for it i think that there are a plethora of other young actors um that could have uh dealt with the writing in a much more cohesive way because uh, the writing was awful. I will give them yes. that. I will give them that. It was hard to deal with. Um, but there are plenty of movies where bad writing has been made phenomenal because of phenomenal actors. But um, do you want to do a prediction of what you think would happen to that couple in the future? Ooh. What do you think? How do you think that couple ends? Ooh, I, don't know. I think the unresolved trauma of being cheated on would come back and she would cheat on him. And I think that he's a nice boy and he would go along his way and live a happy life. And she would probably go back to like her toxic, toxic ex, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. Justin. Jordan Van Drama. <laughs> Close. Um, but that's my prediction. It's not going to last long. No. Yeah, I'm sure they went on that trip to Portugal, uh, got off those horses, and they were like, 
Mm. No. I feel maybe it's because I read way too much, like, like dramatic high school, but like dark fiction, like spicy YA fiction. Maybe that's just because I read too much of that and I've watched Euphoria too many times. I have a feeling that uh, Cameron, I think Cameron's a good guy. I said that. Um, But I think he really only liked Paget because she was hot. Like, I get that vibe because they didn't have any interactions that would make it so that's like, oh, my God, I'm falling for her personality as a human. They didn't give her enough scenes to establish that characterization. And because of that, I very much get the feeling that it's like she likes him because it's like, oh, he's safe. He's nothing like my ex-boyfriend. But the unresolved trauma will come up. And then he likes her because of just that cyclical thing that I talked about. And he's like, well, she's hot and I can nail. So I think their relationship rides on that for a while. And then something blows up and they get in a fight, probably because she like starts talking to her ex. um, Or she's going to New York for college. Like that's not going to last anyways. Right. But I feel like the unresolved trauma will come up and then it's going to they're going to realize that they actually have no connections and then it's going to break. Or they just like get bored of them, like bored of each other, like the sort of like honeymoon, like, Mm -hmm. oh, you guys are like my one and only despite it being high school and they're just being attracted to each other, like just because they're hot. Yeah, I feel like honestly, okay. Maybe what happens is I feel like Cameron gets bored of her. So a big thing that happens with like cheating, according to our Lord and Savior, Esther Perel, is so cheating is like a very nuanced thing. It's not just like black and white, like, oh, you're evil and blah, 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 blah. I think what happens is he gets bored of her because she's vapid and he needs some depth. He tries to make it work. Also, I'm guessing the sex is good. And so he's like, yeah, it sucks, but she's hot. <laughs> um, and then he like goes to some party, goes to some show after she goes to college in New York, sleeps with some old girl, and then she finds out. And then this reaffirms her prior trauma. I could see that happening as well. Hmm. I feel like that's less likely. I think Cameron's a good guy. <laughs> Good guys do bad things. Good good guys do like not phenomenal things. Like, I don't think he would cheat because he's awful. I think he would cheat because he's emotionally unfulfilled and neglected because Paget is vapid. Okay, good point. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what are some of the most toxic moments that you guys realized throughout the movie? Um, I feel like um when Addison Ray's character called Cameron's younger sister and then like essentially forced her to have like a mental breakdown in front of her brother to get him to come to prom that that was a little fucked up mm, that was the one that I wrote down yeah. um I think that and also like the way that the little sister like manipulated Cameron back into being with her after Paget manipulated her into thinking that 
she was like good all along when yeah. really mm-hmm. everything was based on a lie like i felt like the whole thing was just like what am i watching like this is gross i need to take a shower like mm-hmm. well i thought the sister was originally like 13 so then when they put in that scene where it's like jordan hits on her i was like oh we're getting dark dark but then it's she's 16 which is still gross but i don't know i feel like toxicity i think when she shows up to his job and demands a lesson i think that was just entitled Mm -hmm. um i think the blatant disrespect of like the moment of like taking pictures all the time i think that was just disrespectful for his time especially because he was giving her free riding lessons and i don't know if anybody rides horses but shit's expensive it's expensive isn't it my uncle owned a barn so it was free for me oh that's nice (laughs) but like true equestrian like where you gotta pay it's expensive yeah um i think that was toxic i think manipulating the little sister was toxic and then also like the friendships in and of themselves were corrosive i think that uh nisha and cameron's friendship was phenomenal great he was a little pushy about traveling like she you could tell she was like i don't know and he was like so portugal and amsterdam um do you guys remember that scene yes no. yeah but he like brought her along to like parties and stuff like that and like, yeah kind of fought for her so absolutely like i'll give him a pass I'll give him a pass. Like, they're good friends. I just feel like he got so excited about the trip that he forgot to register his friends, like, what she might be feeling at the time. Right. Um, And then uh, Quinn was a decent friend, but I think Quinn let uh, Alden get away with too much in the movie. And a true friend would have been like, hey, this isn't good. Like, this isn't healthy. Um, She talks shit on you. Like, we don't... we." shouldn't be friends with her um so i think it was the passivity of quinn that was a little bit toxic and then just the desperation that addison ray's character had to being liked i don't think it was toxic but i'm like girl needs therapy a lot of these characters need therapy most characters and most movies and tv shows just need therapy that's what makes you a main (laughs) character yeah that's what makes a movie yeah the drama of needing therapy it's true but I just feel like it's not a good, a great message to, like, give to, like, 13-year-olds. Yeah. And it's not, like, 10 Things I Hate About You and, like, She's All That and Clueless were phenomenal messages. But they had a little bit more depth and... In Clueless, she literally dates her stepbrother. I don't know what you're talking that... about. That... Ex-stepbrother. <laughs> and it was Paul Rudd. <laughs> okay. Okay. They weren't blood-related. That's gross. <laughs> It is gross and it's weird and I don't understand why they had to do that. What is this adjacent (laughs) to incest thing that like Western media loves? They were literally family members. Not by blood. They live in the same house. Which is weird. It's not, it's adjacent to incest. It isn't incest. But adjacent to incest is just as problematic as actual incest storylines. Yes. It's like the whole Mortal Instruments thing when they were like, Jason Clary, our brother and sister. And then they're like, who cares? (laughs) What is this fascination? I don't know. But that didn't happen in this movie. No, it didn't. But what I'm saying (laughs) is, like, at least Clueless was like, there was character development. 
Cher was like a little bit more class conscious afterwards. You know, 10 Things I Hate About You is about, you know, understanding your trauma and relating to other people. Uh, She's All That was like how different people are socialized based off of like very minuscule behaviors in childhood. This movie was like, I feel like it was like a kindergartner's interpretation of what high school is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I got that. Or like a 90 year old's interpretation of what high school is but there's no in between yeah you know yeah anyone who's actually been to a modern high school sees that and is like that's no very much not it nope can we backtrack for a second yeah totally. Go um, for it. i just checked my notes and i remembered the most toxic part hmm. besides the little sister crying um when they have their first kiss after he tries to take off her makeup that was that weird. Was, that, was, yeah. that was really I, weird. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I don't understand the message that this movie is trying to send. Like, you need to change or like... I think it was supposed to be like, you don't have to be the front that you put out for everybody on social media. That's, but also, like, both of them are go- undergoing these, like, big transformations within themselves mm-hmm. to be together. Yes. And, like, she's becoming more natural and he's becoming, like, more superficial and like that scene was mm-hmm. just i understand what they were trying to do because it's very clear that Paget is using um like aesthetics and a, f- and a facade in order to avoid who she actually is and confronting the fact that she is could could be a person but is choosing not to be right. um and that is a very real thing people relying on facades um the way they went about it and then it's supposed to be like cameras and so this like authentic person and look how he, they change each other and help each other and she helps emphasize the great parts of him to the world and he helps her be content with herself without having to pretend that's what it was trying to do it didn't that dark room scene was weird just overall weird i felt like i had whiplash like first she's like oh my god i knocked over photos also, what poor kid has a dark room in their house in California? Right. It was his gift on his 14th birthday. His dad lives in Sweden. They're rich. I don't really think he was poor. I just think he was mm-hmm. supposed to be portrayed as like not snobby rich. Yeah. Like, right. like he drove a pickup truck and everyone else drove mm-hmm. like convertibles. He was also from like Wyoming. Yeah. Originally, oh, I right? forgot about that. They moved. Yeah. So they were like, I didn't understand. Were they trying to serve Alt Boy or were they trying to serve ho- Horse Girl? Both. They wanted the best of both worlds, and they got Cameron. <laughs> no, uh, Alt King. But <laughs> that scene was weird. I just felt like it was weird. Maybe I've seen Euphoria too much, but just something about that scene. I was like, in real life, something bad would have happened. Like something not good would have happened in that dark room. <laughs> that's just the vibe i got you know also this may just be me but mm-hmm. i couldn't imagine like unveiling this like deep secret that i've never told anyone in my entire life like in the movie it's said that like he hasn't shown anyone not even his family these pictures mm-hmm. and he's just like having this big emotional moment and he's like all right let me just take off your makeup then like what was the thought process that's in why this I was 18 like, year old's brain. That's why I was like, this man's just trying to get it in. This this man's just trying to lay pipe. <laughs> like, I just think, I don't think that. I did not have that perception. <laughs> I just, 
I think that the writers really did Cameron dirty because they gave him all these problems and all this trauma and then they gave him this shitty ass like love interest and then a shitty ass wig don't forget that wig that was a bad oh, wig. I did forget about the wig that was a bad um, wig but like then they like made him fall in love with this girl when he really like why did he like her just because because she was giving him attention so then I'm like mm, mommy issues Yes, his mom is literally dead. His mom is literally dead, and he, like, grabbed onto the first, like, mother figure yeah, that came his way. When, and then also Nisha. No, 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 well, no. Well, I was going to say the little sister was like, I haven't seen you this happy since before mom died. I was like, red flag, red flag, red flag. I'm like, like Freud has something to say too. about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I also felt like Nisha and Cameron's relationship was codependent and mm-hmm. not super healthy yeah i i feel like out of both of them they both need therapy but they need different kinds of therapy um everyone just needed therapy in that movie God. yeah i just i'm gonna stand by my perception i'm like i i don't think he was a bad guy but i, don't I feel think he like he was just trying to bone i think or he at was least trying the writers to bone. didn't make me think that he was just trying to bone <laughs> Evan, you are the tiebreaker. Was, was he trying to was bone he or not? not? Come on. I, think about it. In the moment. Think about your friends. Think about your male friends. Think about the, alt male friends that you know. Think about the photographers on you, the DN staff. There's only one other male <laughs> photographer. And it's... <laughs> Never and mind. <laughs> I, like, okay. I don't think he was just trying to bone. Like, I think he... Evan, you're fired. <laughs> Jonna, you lose. <laughs> like, he was trying to, like, form a bond with her, like, and this was, like, genuinely from him. Like, he wouldn't just, like, I mean, like, yeah, it was superficial in the fact that he, like, not superficial in the fact that he opened up to, like, show her these photos, but, like, this was a big emotional moment for him. He hasn't mm-hmm. shown anyone this dark room, anyone these photos. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it was a big moment, and I feel like he was trying to be genuine with it. So I don't think he was trying to bone. Also, she kissed him first. Yes. She did, but she had ulterior motives the whole time. I feel... (laughs) Yes. I feel like just based off of the fact that he literally talks down to her throughout the whole movie and there's not one vocal inflection of like, you know what, that's actually really cool. Like, you're really interesting makes me think that i was like he just tolerated her bullshit to lay some pipe like (laughs) maybe i'm better i might be bitter i think you're projecting a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna leave (laughs) i'm sorry i'm just kidding (laughs) 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 no you're probably right i'm not gonna lie so, do you guys feel like there are any other points that we haven't touched on? Um, I feel like they um they did queer representation pretty well. Oh, I was going to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't shove it in our face and yeah. like, "Oh, we have a gay, we have a gay couple. We have a gay couple. Look at us. Look at us." And, and they didn't like react to it to yeah. it was like They're like, "Oh yeah, this is normal." It was re- yeah. a really yeah. good normalizing movie in that True. sense i feel like it could have been better like i feel like it could have been better but yeah 
everything Barzlo. in this movie. Any, anything yeah. in this movie could have been better. Barzlo. I on, honestly, the like diversity was really good. Like Alden, the like really popular girl who would have like even 10 years ago been traditionally played by like some blonde white lady it was played by hayden i think penity uh she played Dwayne the rock Wait, johnson's that is not the right word that is not the no hayden it's like hayden, hayden madison pettis Ma- madison pettis i got hayden penitier and this girl confused madison pettis she played Dwayne the rock johnson's daughter in uh the, the game, game plan, plan. <laughs> yeah <laughs> great movie so it was like nice and like quinn and like there really weren't it you could tell that they tried to make it diverse and which is nice i think you know could have been better yes because it's hollywood and the bar's really really low but they got that right marginally as as well as they could as well as they could honestly you could also tell that this probably had a low budget with if all they the had product all, placements yeah. i don't think it was low budget they ben literally Ryan's had a so one bad. minute bit about lucky charms they did. five minutes into the movie they did they really did you right literally every two scenes was like here's some food when the little sister was just scrolling on old navy for like 30 seconds true yeah. and all also you could see was the what old was navy that logo. there was one brand that addison ray's character just kept like throwing in the audience's face like, oh, these are my so-and-so shoes and Bunny my so-and-so Venom? makeup. Bunny Venom. Is that a real thing or did they make that up for the movie? Really it's not a real thing. Okay. Okay. Never mind. That would have been another point on product placement, but... <laughs> but that would have been really annoying exist. if that was real. Yeah. Everything else was real, though. Oh, Bunny Venom was the fake brand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everything. Like every other brand was brand. legit. Also, I feel like they did Addison. They did do Addison Ray dirty on the costuming. I know for a fact Addison Ray has much better style than like a pink cardigan, skinny jeans, and like white Air Forces. Her first outfit, like it was like random, like patches and plaid. Yeah. I really didn't like that. I did that not. That sweater dress that was yeah, like that stripes, was... but it was like brown, pink, and yellow. It was like Neapolitan colored. It was not a good look. I will it admit. was not good. I feel like if they would have let Addison Ray dress herself, uh, that would have given some more depth to Paget. Also, they probably should have been, should have just released her. Like they should have just been like, you know what? You talk like you would in a normal situation. And I bet we would have gotten a better acting performance. So it's a note to the director, not necessarily the actor. Who is the director of this movie? Mark Waters. He's the same guy who wrote and directed Mean Girls. What? Yep. This is depressing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my God. No lie. This ruined my day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I did my research before this. I saw the name and I was like, oh, Mark. And then I just texted my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Get out. Must be nice. In Freaky Friday? Oh yeah. my god, what oh, happened? He, what? Did you have a stroke? That's what you have I dementia? Was he really said, I don't care, I just want money. Money, 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 money. His thoughts. Literally so gross. Boo. <laughs> Anyways. That's weird. Like I feel like You could do better, Mark. Waters. Do better. Also, stop trying to write movies about 
women in high school. That's yeah, weird. high That's school teenagers, many. and then making them look like twenty five. Well, maybe because they're played by 25-year-olds, but that's neither here nor there. That's true. Addison Rae's not 20. She's 20, yeah. Well, yeah. We're older than her. Not you. Not yet. Not for a week. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just uh, takes the bullying. Just... <laughs> yeah. I got pretty thick skin. Virgo man. Big Virgo vibes. Do you have anything else that we want to discuss <laughs> about this horrendous? What would you guys rate it? Um, Out of? I can't decide. Ten or five stars. Um, five stars. Let's do five stars. Negative five if we're watching it literally. Satire gets a one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't one of those so bad it's good movies. It was just like a... It was a bad movie. Yeah, like the kissing booth is so bad it's good. <laughs> Kinda. All right. I'll take but your word for it. This was not that. Yeah. And I'd... that wasn't a high bar for it to meet either. Over the kissing booth? Yeah. Like they yeah. could have done it so much better. Yeah. But what would, did you rate it? I again? would definitely give it like a one. Like the movie sucked me into like actually caring like how the movie ended but like i was just like this is so annoying and also the dance battle at prom that was the so weird <laughs> we have not talked about that do we need to no it was it went on way too long it, did. it was not important to the movie it, it was no clearly sense. copyright free music too it was macklemore i'm pretty sure it was macklemore and i'm just like it makes sense that a macklemore song is played over the dance battle Give me a hmm. sec. Then I was mistaken. <laughs> um, I would give this movie like a half a star. It tried. It had all the elements. I was right. Dance Off by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. It is the song that was playing over the dance off. That's embarrassing. That is really embarrassing. Also, all it said was, I'm challenging you to a dance off. Or That's yeah, yeah, the whole time. And then... Like also, the lights changed. Yeah. Also, the the pre-thought where they had to choreograph themselves around each other. Like, just... <laughs> it pissed me off. Can we talk about how Addison Ray was, like, a dancer? And that's why she got famous on TikTok. Because she was, like, on her dance team. And they shamelessly put that in during her karaoke performance of Teenage Dream. They literally had the TikTok... Like, the classic TikTok. Yeah. Like, like it was just... the. And it was, uh, and then then Cameron was like, "Oh my god!" (laughs) (laughs) Me, I was watching it with my friend, and we were just sitting there eating shrimp scampi, and that part came up, and she was like, "He definitely has a boner." Like that's what that whole scene was. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. I got secondhand embarrassment from him getting up on stage. To, oh, yeah, to, I couldn't even. To, like, I couldn't to be watch cute, it. and I was like, I don't want to look at this. It like was... it, he s- saved her, but like he sang in such a low voice that there was no. Also, the auto tune. Yeah. Okay, this movie sucked. And I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. About we it. <laughs> we need to wrap up. All right. Um. This has been Evan 
Jana and Haley, and we want to thank you for playing the game. <laughs>